Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Annalena here. Welcome back for another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's going to be another solo episode. And today I felt called to answer one question that I have been receiving a lot. And I also intuitively have felt to talk a little bit more about it, which is this question like, what's going to happen in 2027? And so in the human design world, 2027 is a date that's being talked a lot about. And so I'm going to dive a little bit into the energies of what's happening. Why is it so important? Like, what can we expect? And of course, I ask you also to take everything that I say with a grain of salt, because that's what, you know, I have been learning through studying human design, through what my teachers have been sharing that have been into human design quite a lot, and then ultimately feeling into my own truth, right? And this is like not like a future forecast uh, that I want you to take for like 100% or something like that. I actually ask you to feel into your own body as I share what feels true to you, right? Because it may play out a little bit different for everybody. So one of the reasons why this 2027 is so significant is because collectively we are moving into a different incarnation cross. And you may know by now that there is something called an incarnation cross. I actually did a whole episode about that for your specific human design shot so your incarnation cross has a lot to do about your life purpose what you're here to do what are the energies that ground you and here to put out into the world and there's also like an incarnation cross for the collective for humanity as a whole and we have these 400 i think approximately 400 years cycles and we have been for the almost last 400 years, we have been collectively in the incarnation cross of planning and we are now moving into this toward 2027 and we can already feel those energies coming into our realm of existence. We are moving into the incarnation or the cross of the sleeping phoenix. So I will use those to, to kind of help you understand what's been happening and also probably help you understand why you have been feeling the way you have been feeling. Most likely you're going to walk away with a lot of clarity and like, oh, I wasn't crazy after all. I could already sense and feel this, right? So the cross of planning, first of all, I want to share with you the gates that this incarnation cross has, which is gate 16, gate 9, and then the one channel going from the emotional solar plexus to the will center is the 3740 channel. One of the centers that he has really a focus area is the will center. Is this 
center for willpower and to create material resources. Also, like the name says, it's the cross of planning. It's a little bit more focused and strategic kind of energy. I, I find it has what I can sense. I can feel it's more masculine energy where, you know, we use our willpower to create more money, create more goods. And ultimately, it's a lot about material gain, even though what's actually funny, the 3740 channel is more about it's about the tribe and having agreements that are beneficial for everybody in the in the tribe right and it's actually ultimately about the sustainability of everything so the resources we are creating are actually supposed to be shared it's about equitable distribution of resources however we have been falling into a more ego-based way with resources where it's it's kind of this like wealth consciousness people are like I want to make more and more and more and more and it's never enough, right? And as you may know, probably what you have been experiencing is no matter how much you have, either we manage really well that it's all going to go away or we still don't feel happy, right? So, and, and that's actually one of the things we're here to learn that happiness or true alignment, fulfillment, that is something nothing on the outside can ever give you. If that's a dream relationship or a fancy house or a car or whatever the material resources are right we feel good about it for a little bit maybe like sometimes like 10 minutes or sometimes like a couple of days but then it's like okay what's next so it has been more about you know for your own personal material gain right which at some point is not going to be sustainable anymore especially when we get into accumulating things and resources that go beyond what we really need you know and what what we really need doesn't mean it's just the pure bare essentials to survive it also means like things that really light you up like traveling right or having a home that really feels nurturing to you and it's good for your health and your well-being so that's kind of what we are still a lot and we see this a lot right And, and one of the things also that happened during this time is that we have been building institutions, governments, hospitals, banks, corporations, universities, right? All for the greater good of all. But what we see happening now is like people lose trust in that more when it comes to, I'm going to call it uh, well-being care, yeah, taking care of our own personal health. I think we are learning that we ha- we can be more proactive. There are certain things we can be doing for our own. And Many of these things, all that I have mentioned, right, these institutional entities, like a lot is about the money, right? So education, colleges, how many kids went to college or are currently going to college and they find themselves in so much debt and then there's the pressure to make the money and work hard. And somehow it seems to be like a vicious cycle that many cannot get out, right? And then with banks, many people feel like, it's kind of this hierarchy, right? Oh, you, yeah, you get money from a bank, but then you're screwed because you have all these high interests and you're never going to get out of this circle. Or corporations, companies, this nine to five work model that we still have in society. It's something that I think we are starting to notice is not really what we like or is maybe not sustainable, right? Maybe it doesn't fulfill us at all. And it seems to be kind of very mundane and okay, is there something else in life? So the cross of planning has been very about 
working hard, sacrificing yourself for the for the benefit of if it's the family or the tribe or the community, right? But not really about putting yourself first. And then again, it has been a lot, a lot about material resources. And oftentimes from a place of lack and fear that that gives us safety, even though we are now, I think, realizing more and more of us that that is all an illusion. Because what if money is going to be completely devaluated tomorrow? Like it's worth nothing, right? Then what? Right? It's just to put it out there. So the other thing is that it's also the time has been much more strategic about planning, figuring things out. I think collectively it has been more about making decisions with a mind, what makes sense, what is logic, right? Make a pro and contra list. And very much of a go get things done kind of mentality right so that's kind of where we have been with this energy and now that we are moving into the cross of the sleeping phoenix so one of the shifts what's happening so first of all the gates that are in this incarnation cross is gate 59 Gate 55, and then this one channel, which is the 3420 channel, which is that channel of the manifesting generator. And I don't want to scare people because I mean, I'm myself a manifesting generator. It doesn't mean like we're all going to be manifesting generators, right? But that energy, the 3420 channel in itself, gives us an indication that we're going to experience much more quantum leaps. And in quantum human design, the manifesting generator is called the time bender, right? So we're really here. here to find shortcuts and there are actually lots of people out there that i have kind of observing a little bit like elon musk for example like they're creating new technologies that are beyond things that we could ever ramp where like kind of possible so there's a lot of bending time going on already a little bit so that is also the 2034 channel is a very individual energy this time is here to teach us that we're here to learn to trust ourselves and follow our own guidance, right? So the, the cross of planning was more about you plan it and here's your path to success. This is how you do it, right? And now it's all about, no, you're very unique. What works for you is going to be very individual to yourself. And this is why the inner work and what we call this like path to awakening is gonna be more and more of a topic and i know like for people like me i'm probably not like the the normal average person even though i don't even like to use that terminology but not everybody is so much into spirituality right and i, I guess i consider myself very very deep into it and the thing here is that you know we have like human design came to us in 1987 through ra why well, that's the reason, right? Because life is here to show us, okay, guys, it's time for you to connect to yourself. And one of the wisdoms that human design is here to teach us, to all of us, to all of the five types, right? If you're a manifester, reflector, a projector, a generator, or a manifesting generator, it all goes to the wisdom that your mind is not here to make decisions. You're here to trust your body, right? Your body knows, and it's this like clear feeling when you feel pulled towards something and it doesn't even make sense. And you're like, I don't know why, but I'm supposed to do this, right? And of course, it happens different in different ways for the different types, but it's about trusting yourself. 
And to me, honestly, I mean, human design is one of the tools. There are many different other things out there, but everything goes back to this one message. Listen to your heart. Listen to your body, right? There's, there's a reason. And there are different ways of how we are communicating this, but that's really what human design in the end is all about, about trusting yourself more. And this like one size fits all approach doesn't work anymore. And I think many of us have been experiencing this. I have been experiencing this very heavily when I started my own, you know, coaching, coaching journey, when I signed up for many programs where it was like, this is this five or three step process that's going to be super successful. You just have to follow it and repeat and rinse and repeat. And it just fell off. My body was off. And I have to say, I could probably have gotten somewhere and it would have been considered externally as successful because I kept pushing it and forcing it. And, you know, but is it really what's aligned for me and really fulfilling? I truly believe that by me trusting my body and feeling that something is off, even though my mind is like, yeah, but you could make a lot of money because look, other people have done it. If instead I have the courage to follow what my body's asking me to go for, which again may completely be unreasonable, make not any kind of sense, and people may call you like, are you serious? This is crazy or whatever, right? Because it's so different, it's so new that ultimately I will create more success. And when I talk about success, it's about feeling that sense of fulfillment from within yourself and then also allowing yourself to receive the financial resources that are truly needed for you to keep shining your gift, to do what lights you up in life, to do things beyond just meeting your basic needs, to fulfill your heart's desires, right? And it's for some people, they need to fully live out their purpose, more resources or, or bigger things and material things are needed in their life. And for others, it's less, right? For other people, they feel the most prosperous when their life is super simple right and there's not too much things on a materialistic realm that just creates more overwhelming and exhaustion for them another thing that is also very very important to talk about is that we used to be more like when it comes to decision making i was talking about we were more like figuring it out in the mind if it's logic if it makes sense and also we were more in like a reactive from the from the fear-based response right how we have been making more decisions and now it's all about because we're moving more into the something called the solar plexus mutation, which I'm not going to go that deep into. That's actually, I do recommend for that. If you're interested, there's a book by Karen Parker called The Quantum Human, where she talks more about that. But ultimately, it's about we're moving towards a way of making decisions that comes through emotional alignment, right? And one of the things I want to talk about here in that context is that you may right now also think about, okay, I have emotional authority or you may not have emotional authority, right? In human design, about 50% of humans have emotional authority and the others have different authorities. And what I have personally been learning and I have a completely open solar plexus, which in its highest expression becomes super duper wise about this energy. And I, I think I have learned a lot here. I'm probably still learning more, right? I don't want to say like I'm the wisest or as you can be, but I have noticed that I really understand this energy really well. And what I have learned through human design and all the readings I've given is that when people have emotional authority, whenever it comes especially to making big decisions, right, where you invest a lot of time, money or resources into something, 
it's very, very crucial for you that you do not make a decision when your emotions are high or low, right? When you're in an emotional wave, you want to make sure that you ride out your wave. And if your body is like a yes, then you want to wait until you're in a neutral space to make your decision. But one of the things that I have noticed, which is almost like not being of service to people that they think, oh, if I don't have emotional authority, I can just make very quick decisions in the moment, right? And yes, you can. I mean, let's say you have splenic authority or sacral authority. However, you have to understand that you can amplify other people's emotions, right? And so for me, for example, I have, like I said, a completely open solar plexus and I can, if somebody has emotional authority, I can amplify that, right? So if somebody approaches me like, oh my God, here's this program, I'm going to sign up for it or this amazing product or service. And I may pick up that other person's excitement and I may think that's mine. And it actually overrides my intuition, overrides my sacral response. And then I make that decision in the moment, but really I need to make sure I get out of the energy and get into my own energy where I'm not really feeling that much, where I feel really neutral. And then from this place, I can really make an aligned decision. So from that, I have learned that for all of us, you know, and again, for emotional authority, you feel these emotions like from within yourself on a more consistent basis. And for people that have an undefined solar plexus, you pick up lots of emotions all around you in a much more variable way right it's not as consistent as people with emotional authority but if you feel really like hyped up or really low because you're picking up some energy in your environment or from other people please don't make like a big decision in your life that's super super important and this is also what this yeah this new energy with 2027 coming is really here for us to show us and I think that is such an important distinction for all of us, especially in the coaching space, but also, I mean, you can talk about car sales or everywhere, right? We have been really been making decisions and, and marketing does that, right? They use our emotional reaction to, to make purchasing decisions. So it's about riding out that wave and not making purchasing decisions or decisions in general, right? based on an emotional response. We want to get back into a neutral space and really feel what is true and aligned in our bodies. And I think that can really help you make less unaligned investments and really make decisions and investments that are truly aligned for you, right? So you see, it's all about, and again, that's what human design is all about, and also the gene keys. So gene keys is now yet another system which has kind of grown out of human design in a way because Richard Wright he was very deep into human design first and he just went really deeper into those 64 archetypal energies uh, with the gene keys and everything goes back to this message like you are unique right the, the world needs your gift and because this cross of the sleeping phoenix has so much individual energy so the 3420 channel and also gate 55 is in the individual circuitry in the human design chart that's why it's all about the individual self. And it's not about depending on external things and what people say you should do. It's really about what feels true and right to yourself. So your own inner guidance, right? This thing, like, like I said earlier, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition. Like, what's your body telling you? That's what's going to create really successful things. And 
The other thing is that I'm really feeling, have been feeling for quite some time, is that everything that has been built based on fear, you know, like many companies still that are out there, many businesses that are out there, they are still mainly focusing on profits. They may make profits and may look successful on paper, but if what they're doing is harming to the environment, for example, or not good for the well-being of the people that work for the company, it is what? It is not sustainable, right? And anything that is not sustainable for humanity as a whole, and I think we really have to put Mother Earth first, is so important, right? Because we have done, I think, a lot of damage, pollution, like horrendous everywhere, right? And we have to put that first. So we are shifting from profits first to being of service first, you know, being of service to Mother Earth and being of service to really humans. And so, for example, the nine to five work model, I think projectors and the undefined sequel types, reflectors and manifestors were the first to really notice that, that that just doesn't fly anymore for people and it's burning everybody out, right? But also for the generators and manifesting generators, we have been learning that yeah, we can work, we can do the nine to five, but if we are not lit up by what we're doing, we're also burning out. And that's not for the benefit of anybody, right? And when we can really allow ourselves to follow what our body is guiding us to do, right, which is totally breaking free from the fear-based norms into a really heart-centered way of living and doing business where we put sustainability first and how we can be of service, then I really believe we can create these quantum leaps and magic happens and we can truly experience fulfillment from within while also experiencing financial prosperity in whatever way that is aligned for us, right? And I have to say that the gene keys have been very helpful for me as well because in particular, the gene keys prosperity sequence talks about, you know, taking action and how to make money and how to be successful. And the one big question of this entire sequence is how can it be of service for the greater whole of humanity? And when we can put this first, again, why we also have to recognize that at this point in time where money is there as it is, it's also important to allow yourself to be financially compensated for it, right? And not feel like, oh, I, I to be of service, I have to do everything for free because if you're neglecting yourself, you cannot really be of service, right? And if you're not meeting your own needs and desires, it's not going to be sustainable either. So it's also about really putting your well-being as a top priority, right? The foods you eat, how you exercise, who you surround yourself with and all these things. And another thing that I wanted to just mention, because I know I've done also another episode about this before, and some of you may be interested in that. I have been recently also been involved with Healy, which is a little device from an amazing German company that creates these microcurrent frequencies. And so far, it has been mind-blowing what I have been learning, how, what I have been experiencing myself. I'm not going to go too deep into this. But today, actually, I, I had this feeling for a while. I was like, I wonder the person that actually created this device, he's a German guy and he's also into astrology. He's all into quantum physics and all things like that. So, so anyways... I wanted to look up his human design chart and I didn't know what his human design is. So I asked in the community and they did know the day he was born, but not the time. And I was like, okay, because I had this feeling he must be manifesting generator because 
just like Elon Musk was also a manifesting generator, I felt like what he created is so groundbreaking. And especially with this Aquarian age we're in, it's all about, I feel like we're using now technology that first caused us to totally lose disconnection with ourselves, right? Because we are so distracted all the time from the technology. And now he creates a piece of technology that also integrates spirituality. And I feel like it's bringing back ourselves home to who we really are. And creates all these amazing frequencies that can be beneficial for the human body and the well-being. So I, I looked up his human design. And of course, he has a 3420th channel. He's a fully blown manifesting generator because it's in the south and the north nodes. So even if he's born, no matter what time he's born on that day, I'm saying he's a manifesting generator. And it, it was just kind of fun because that's the energy we are in, right? And this company, Healy, what I have been seeing there, one I love, it's German. German companies always seem to have very high quality products. And that's what I have seen with this company. Plus what I have been learning so far, how they run the business, how they support the people in the company is so mind-blowing. And everything is aligned with human design. I never thought in a million years I would see this in like an MLM kind of uh, company. I always was kind of like, ah, I'm never going to do MLM. It's just yak and whatever. But the more I've been learning about it, it's like, wow, this is exactly you're here to support each other. They don't do pushy sales in any way or form. And I have to be honest, like I would talk about this Healy, even if I wouldn't get paid for it because it's just so amazing. And I'm, I feel like I would be of disservice not sharing it with people. So that's another thing Like this business in itself for me is part of this 2027, what we are already probably feeling and experiencing in our core of our being and our DNA. And I think there's going to be more and more businesses, you know, popping out of the soil and turning into beautiful flowers that are supporting not only people's well-being, but also provide a thriving supporting community. So you no longer have to, quote unquote, work your butt off to meet your basic ends, right? And just pay the bills. And that's what I have been seeing is really possible in this community. And and again, the the one big thing that really I love the most is that it truly aligns with human design. And it's about not pushing anything. It's not this typical like call 50 people in a day kind of thing. It's it's very much about being who you are and sharing what you feel like on your heart you want to share with people. Plus, um, there's a lot of support and there's also the coaching that you receive in the community is amazing. So that's just one of the examples I wanted to share about the 3420 energy, how I already see this in businesses happening, right? And it happens with a lot of power and, you know, a lot of transformation for everybody, for everybody involved. And overall, so going back now to the shift towards 2027, so for me, it's all about balancing the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies, right? Because I think we have been too much in the past in the masculine and just go make it happen, do work hard and all this stuff. And then there has been a phase of really like surrender, trust, being your feminine, let it come to you, right? Which is also really important. And what I have learned, especially through Jinkies and human design is that the feminine comes first. You know, it's like the slowing down, taping, taking a step back. And that's also the 3420 channel is all about it. It's like gate 20 is like be in the now, be in the present moment. It's about slowing down and being. And then from that place, you can take this really powerful action 
which creates so much uh, force and power into the world, writing creates literally magic. But from a place of pushing, the 34 power energy gate doesn't go very far. So it's now having the awareness of the feminine and really, yes, yeah, surrounding more into it. But then from this place, take aligned action where your body is pulling you towards from emotional alignment and not any kind of fear-based decision-making in the moment, right? Or people telling you what you should be doing. No, it really comes from your inner knowing and where your body is um, pulling you towards. And then the other thing is also, I think what we will be seeing is like more and more community-based structures, right? Also how we live. I think we're going to see more and more community way based of living where we support each other with the food we grow, who's watching the kids and because having everything and, you know, if you're a single mom or single dad, for example, like you have to run the whole show and how much time you really have going to have for yourself, right? So I think that's also something. I think we already see this, like people buying big pieces of land and creating sustainable agriculture for people and regenerating the soils again, because that's a whole other issue that the way we have been doing agriculture, we have depleted the soils. And even if things are organic, that often doesn't mean much anymore, right? So I think you may get the hang of it, what I'm talking about. Uh, another thing that I foresee happening is that money in itself will probably change. I don't know how, but I think with cryptocurrency and stuff like that, we can already see this. But I think there's going to be a lot of things that will be shifting for all of us. And another thing that I have heard with the solar plexus mutation is that we will most likely move towards a plant-based diet. Um, but that's most likely more for the kids that are being born. They may not digest food as easily as, you know, people like I was born in the eighties, for example. And I, I personally, actually, I need meat. I have to say on a regular basis, right. But we may notice a shift there. I'm not saying that has to happen. And I think overall, the way that we have seen diets out there and the way we eat, there has been, uh, I think a big trend already for years with more plant-based nutrition as well. So all of that, just for you to have more awareness about it, be curious about it. Don't take anything like black or white or think that, oh, eating meat is a bad thing or whatever. Like, I'm not saying any of that. But if you have been feeling like maybe your body needs less meat, then that that may be why. Or if children that are being born more towards 2027, and we're getting closer to this now, right? Um, maybe they they naturally are not asking for meat anymore. So that could be the case. And also the kids that are more being born, they're going to be more already in their power, being more connected to who they really are. And I think we're going to see lots and lots of the younger generations like putting very groundbreaking, new future-oriented ways of um, living and making money. I think we see this already now, right? Where without going to college, without following the regular nine-to-five, uh, work path uh, they're actually showing us already the younger generations that are way smarter way more efficient much easier ways to support ourselves financially and i think that's just something is going to be more and more available to the masses as well so that was my little share about 2027 um so my question for you is are you excited do you feel nervous about it uh, what are you feeling about it also would love to hear your takes on it and 
I trust you enjoyed this episode and I'm excited to be with you all on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.